We don't know if we're calling it that yet. Uh, but right. sure, for right now, it's the Stuff and Things podcast until I uh, check to see if that actually already exists. It probably does. Uh, I'm probably. Tim, and with me is two other people that are, should say their names right now. Oh my. I'm Mike. Yeah. I'm Tyson. Okay. So Maybe we, got... we should have done that in a different order. Mm, um, I, don't I don't think it really matters. Right. Um, but Mike Tyson. <laughs> Timmy. Somebody's going to make that joke. That's the best thing that could be. Um, no, I didn't do that. Uh, that was Muhammad. The fuck? Was it? I thought, yeah, that was Muhammad Ali. Tyson talks, no, Mike Tyson talks like that. What are you yeah, talking about? You said the full like a butterfly simulator like, B thing. That's his line. That's true. That is true. I did, I, I did, uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> you could say that that was the mental misstep that led into this conversation. Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, that was the worst, that was the worst lead in. I thought, I thought Mike was going to make the lead in for this. No, whatever. I was okay. not. That was perfect. That, <laughs> okay. That'll work. Mental misstep. All right, so what about mental misstep? What pisses you off about that? <laughs> what pisses me off well, Actually, about no, 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 no. We're not even explaining <laughs> what we're doing here. We talk, we're talking about magic cards. Mental misstep is a magic card because we are talking about Magic the Gathering. Son of a bitch. Um, we don't really have a name and we don't really have an aim for this fucking thing either. But anyway, Mike, continue. Well, this might be idiotic, but this is going to be fun. I really think Mental Misstep should be unbanned in Legacy and some of the other formats, maybe. <laughs> Wait, you got it in Vintage. Yeah, was... Vintage, yeah. Vintage, vintage. yeah, okay. Isn't oh, it yeah. bad enough oh, there? Yeah. Why do you need to bring that into Legacy and Modern? Okay. People bitching about top. Oh, top, top, Ooh, top. Mm, I know a card that can deal with that. And that would be Mental Misstep, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's called Crows and Grip. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Way too okay. late. So, here's the thing. People that played Legacy when Mental Mistup was around the first time are... If they didn't see them, they should look them up because they're hilarious. There's a set of Mental Missteps that's actually altered yeah. to be the Mental Misstep going through Sensei's Dividing Top, Stifle, Brainstorm, Ponder. Yeah. You know, like, it just hoses the format. It literally killed the Dreadsteel deck single-handedly. Well, let, let's stop right there. <laughs> what, what did Magic do after they banned Metal Misstep? Let's make some more one-drops that absolutely hilarious in the other formats. Now we have a one-drop with Haste that has Prowess. Yeah. I know something that would take care of that. <laughs> People bitched for a long time about Deathrite Shaman, how that was a problem. I know something that would take care of that. Force of Will. Yeah. Force well, of we'll get into Force of Will. Bad Force of Will players. Wait, Force of Will takes care of these cards, though? Why do we it need does. another free counter spell? It does. But there are some bad. We will get into Force of Will because there are some bad Force of Will players that pitch like dazes to a force early game. And it's like Force of Will is not a bad card, but there are a lot of people that think it's more powerful than what it actually is. Well, at the end of the day, Force of Will is a two for one. It's yeah. always going to be disadvantageous. Yeah. You only want to use that thing when you absolutely have to. Right. Like seeing a lot of turn one forces, and especially whenever it's Force Pitch Force, it's like, what the are you doing? I'll let them do that all day long. I am a dredge player. I'll absolutely have at it, bud. Yeah. All right, so there we go. What about dredge? Dredge isn't very happy about uh, mental misstep. Takes out your faithless looting, your goals of research, cabal therapy. That's fine. I still flash back and I'll work through it. Oh, oh, for you other people, it does, however, hit Mind's Eye Diamond. Yeah. LED. For those decks that love LED, that gives, you an, yep, that gives you an answer for LED, too. Mental Mistup does not hit Lion's Eye Diamond. 
Oh, it's not a, it's not it's one or less, isn't it? No, it's one period. Really? Okay, okay. I thought so, it was one or less. Alright, so just to make sure everybody else knows what Mental Misstep does. <laughs> this card is an uncommon instant that was printed in New Phyrexia. It costs a Phyrexium blue. For those unfamiliar with Phyrexium mana, instead of paying the colored mana that is designated by it, you can pay two life. So what this card's text is, is counter target spell with converted mana cost one. Doesn't care if it's an instant, creature, sorcery, artifact, enchantment. If it costs one mana, it goes nope. And you know what deals with mental misstep? Mental misstep. So guess what? It's an even playing field, honestly, because it takes care of itself. Yes, but if you're talking about using Mental Misstep to deal with Sensei's Divining Top, do you really think those decks aren't going to pick it up too? Well, they're basically just sending you both, both of you back one card. I'm oh well. fine with this, but like, when Mental Misstep becomes jank in your deck, and you are a blue player, rather you are or aren't, yes, the other decks are going to use it, then you can pitch Mental Misstep Force. See, that's the thing here. Like, I, we're we're basically talking about variants now, where it's like they're going to play mental misstep. Are they going to have the mental misstep to mental misstep your mis mental misstep on their top? Like, it's just a core mechanic of the game that you know it's always open for discussion. Is you know, are you going to be lucky enough to peel that off the top when you need it and things like that? It's like, right? If I have my top, I can peel it off the top easier. I, I know what red players are going to peel off the top. One drop. It's actually going to deal you damage right away. Right. Mental messed up. We'll deal with that. Yeah, it's either it's either. Uh, oh, we're talking about legacy, not modern. It's like, yeah, mental well, messed up will deal you too. Modern, damage. that happens too. Yeah, yes. Mo modern, we're just like swift spear or bolt or something, and you can stop that with mental misstep. <laughs> All right. So amusingly enough, I think mental misstep is hilariously unhealthy for legacy, but I think mental misstep is actually perfectly fine in modern. Yeah, yeah. If there's any format that it it should belong in, is modern. I yes. really, I really would argue the legacy one. I really would. I just don't think it's good for legacy. It does I don't way think, too much in legacy. They banned enough powerful yeah. one drops in modern that it is not nearly as oppressive. Yeah, but the problem is now instead we have countertop being oppressive no matter what deck it's in because it doesn't just have to be in miracles. It's in a number of decks now and it's growing. And let's just ban counterbalance then. Yeah, well, they've also talked about banning top, or top being a discussed card, and that affects way too many decks. So why not unban Middle Misstep, let it come back into the format? Well, isn't, isn't that the reason why really they ban things, though? Because too many decks are running it? It's more whenever a specific deck becomes oppressive. Let's talk about another blue card that got banned. They love banning blue cards. They really do. Like, especially in modern. They want all the card draw to be red cards. It's red the format. No, no, no. I'm talking yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking about legacy stuff. I know, I know, but I'm still a little salty about modern. All right, I'll give you that. We'll get into that in another episode. I would like Ponder a preordain back. They can come with mental misstep. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, in legacy, they banned this fantastic little blue card. By fantastic, I mean it probably need a bit. It was really, really bad. Don't even say Treasure Cruise. <laughs> Every format should not have Treasure Cruise. That was a mistake. Yes. Um, the card that they banned is called Flash. It's one in a blue, instant. Uh, you may put a creature card from your hand onto the battlefield, then you have to pay its mana cost minus two colorless mana. If you do not, 
sacrifice that creature. Okay. So the deck that made that become a thing was called Flash Hulk. <laughs> Flash Hulk. Don't know what happened. Apparently I'm hitting puberty again. Yeah. <laughs> so Flash Hulk goes, end of your turn. Cast Flash. Resolves, here's my Protean Hulk. I'm not going to pay for my Protean Hulk. Get rid of my Protean Hulk. You now get a one uh, Protean Hulk when it dies. You search your deck for cards with CMC totaling up to six. Oh, Jesus. You now get a one drop, a two drop, and a three drop. Anybody know what uh, combination of, of cards that's one, two, and three that totals up to six mana goes infinite? Kitchen Fangs and... Yeah. Kitchen Fangs, <laughs> Malira, Silvac, Outcast, and Viscerous here. Mm. I now have infinite life. Oh, good. This could happen as fast as term one. <laughs> because in Legacy... You have these wonderful little things called Lotus Petal. Yeah. Or Chrome Mox, even. Yeah. Yep. I, I know them too well. I attempted oops all spells, and I just couldn't. <laughs> just couldn't. Because the thing is, like, that's one of those decks where you sneak it into, a, you sneak it into like, a, an event once when people don't know you're playing it. And then by the end of the night, you're all happy because you tricked them all. But then you bring it the second time, and everybody's like, yeah, we know what you're doing. You're fucked. <laughs> I'm just curious, Wizards or Research Development forgets about stuff like that when they do cards like that. Well, then they go, oops. <laughs> Are we talking about Treasure Cruise again? or <laughs> mm, Treasure Cruise with the fetches, and what else do we have that dug? No, see, that was that was stuff Take that was perfectly time? fine in Standard. Those weren't a problem. Oh, <laughs> but Treasure Cruise no. was a mistake in every format that's not Standard. Speak, and speak. R&D will tell you outright the only thing that the Future League tests is standard. So something slips through the cracks like Treasure Cruise and becomes banned as soon as possible, you know, three months later, whenever the next set releases, in multiple formats. That's how you know that they're not paying that much attention to older formats. So that's really how that works? They just test future standard and then let it go? Yeah, they test two years forward in standard and that's it. Oh my god. I wonder well, what kind approximately of approximately two years. I wonder what kind of cock ups they're hiding right now. We'll find out as it continues. Right. See, that's the thing is this is also how that fantastic and by I mean awful, like seventy percent of the meta, some soul crushing number of Eldrazi decks came to existence. Yeah, I don't, I don't fuck it. No, I'm sick of Eldrazi at this point. And there's only been two sets since I've been playing. I, I've argued this. It's like what. What could we do with research development? We'll take the most powerful stuff in magic. We'll give it a mana curve. How well, about it? <laughs> here's the thing. Giving it a mana curve in standard is perfectly fine. You go two drop Eldrazi, three drop Eldrazi, four drop Eldrazi, five drop Eldrazi, six, seven, eight. You, was, just, was the you just go up the curve. And it still didn't need that curve, fun. though. Here's Wasn't the Hadron Crawler a one drop? Hadron Crawler was two mana. Okay. No, they out did of not, yeah, they did not get a one drop. So here's the thing. In standard, that's fine. You curve out, you live the dream, you get to perfectly aggro somebody by going like... Well, to be fair, they did get Scions, so they can sack yeah. the mana. <laughs> so they went two drop. Eldrazi Mimic, Endless One, whatever. Didn't matter. Three drop, you get your matter reshaper. Four drop, you can have Thought Nuts oh. here. Five drop, you can have reality. Smash. They do have a one drop. Yeah, if you count endless one. I am but counting the endless only one. thing endless about that card is my disappointment in it. <laughs> <laughs> so 
actually, Endless One gets there because I see matches in Modern and that, Legacy where they play Blood Moon, and Endless One gets there with that. So anyhow, you get your curve in Standard, and in Standard that looks fine, it's great, it's perfectly acceptable, because other decks are like casting stuff at 2 and 3 and 4, and they're playing on curve with you. Yeah. And like, yo, you've got the restriction of having to have colorless mana in Standard, which was oh, fairly it's... difficult for those decks at the time. No. Yeah, we've got the enemy pain lands, the tap for colorless, we got a couple other things to tap for colorless, but it's hard enough where it's not free. Now that I'm thinking about it, did you did you ever wonder if Magic thought, well, this could be a problem, so we'll make a new type of Keller's Mana called Waste and make that part of the casting yeah, cost. That's what I they really said. think that's they exactly what they said. thought they were... this was going to be a problem and thought, well, fuck, we'll just make a different new type of Keller's Mana. Yeah, that's what they were. The only problem is it was too little too late because it was the second half of the set and it was with Kozilek who was greatly more disappointing than Ulamog ever was cuz Ulamog's just like yeah I'm just I'm just colorless there's no restrictions on me you cast me for 11 and you just make your opponent cry Ulamog's 10 10 Yeah oh okay I thought he was 11 Original Ulamog's 11 Oh okay Ulamog okay okay new Ulamog Ceaseless yeah. hunger is 10 mana Okay so Anyhow, standard, you get your curve. Great, fantastic, looks good. Everybody else is playing on curve. You get to do stuff on curve with them and be the bad guys because you're the Eldrazi. Yeah. Everybody wants to be the villain every now and then. Mana ramping. <laughs> Until you go back one format. You go back one format. Now you have eight lands that tap for two mana for this deck. Yeah. For the Eldrazi. Ayavugan doesn't technically tap for mana, but it reduces the cost of all Eldrazi's by two. Yeah. Eldrazi Temple taps to add one colorless mana to your mana pool, or two colorless mana for Eldrazi spells and activated abilities of Eldrazi. So, what happens now is you get the ability to go like, turn one, I have Ugin. Here's my Eldrazi Mimic. Here's my Endless One on two. Pass turn to you. Your opponent hasn't even played a land yet, and you've got four power on the board already. Your opponent goes like, land, I'm going to have to, like, fetch for my shock to lightning bolt one of these things, so I'm not taking a bunch of damage. Right. <sighs> Hopefully you hit the Eldrazi Mimic, because if you didn't, you're about to find out a very painful lesson very fast. Right. It's your opponent's turn. Now, your opponent goes on tap, upkeep, draw. They have the option to play... Two different lands that let them go from two mana to four mana now. They can either play Urborg, Tomb of Yawgmoth, letting both their lands tap for black mana, which makes Eye of Ugin actually tap for mana because it doesn't do that normally. And then their Urborg taps for black mana as well, accelerating them to four. Or they can go Eldrazi Temple, which taps for their two colorless. So now, if you decided to kill the Endless One for some reason, I'm sorry if you did, if you were ever that guy, they go... Thought not seer. They look at your hand, take your best card, and then hit you for four with their Eldrazi mimic. Possibly throwing you off your curve already on turn two. So, since they got to take your best card, now you're looking at a hand that doesn't have a way to really deal with the stack. And you're playing your second land drop, while now they've got six power on the board. Next turn, they could very easily go... Land, Reality Smasher, and that's probably the game. Because that's 14 more damage coming over at you. Which is great. On turn three. 
Which, fortunately, I have Ugin's banned, so that's, you know. Yes. This I, one, I agree with that banning. I oh, yeah. really do agree with yeah, that. Yeah, 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 but yeah. Metal Messed Up, come on, Matthew. Just the fact that they let it go for so long, probably because of the expedition of it. And it's like, by the way, that expedition, uh... So, here's the real problem with this. Wizards said that they knew the Eldrazi deck was going to exist in Modern. They said that they knew an Eldrazi deck would exist. They didn't realize how strong it was going to be and what it was going to do exactly, but they knew this deck was coming. Oh my god. They also went out and announced when this deck was like 60% of the Pro Tour meta or whatever obnoxious number it was, yeah. and then just like started dominating standard all over, or modern all over the place. They went out and said, we are not going to emergency ban Eye of Ugin. Yeah. <laughs> or Eldrazi Temple, for that matter. So, that means that people knew that they could safely play this deck for the next three months or so, because nothing was going to happen to it. Yep. There was going to be no action taken until afterwards. Honestly, I think it hurt Modern a pretty decent amount. Some people were like, oh, well, you know, if they wanted to ban Splinter Twin when this thing came out, it would have been able to fight this deck. No, it wouldn't. This deck's probably putting you out on turn three. Splinter Twin didn't even have a chance until turn four. That Splinter Twin you're holding in your hand? Hello, Thought Not Seer. It won't be in your hand by the time it gets there. No. I mean, Eldrazi's enough of a problem in Standard right now, too, for Christ's sake. Well, the big problem with Eldrazi and Standard is Reality Smasher is super hard to kill. Yeah. Like, the removal is good in Standard now. Like, we've got Declaration Stone English and making stuff like that. But the problem is you're always going to two-for-one yourself whenever you're trying to kill the Reality Smasher. Um, odds are decks playing Reality Smasher are also playing other colorless Eldrazi, which blanks even more removal. And they're probably leading with a Thought Not Seer into their Reality Smasher. So, again, like we had the problem with the Modern, where Thought Not Seer is coming down and taking whatever they do not want to deal with, they're doing the same thing in Standard, more likely than not, because they're playing, like, four Thought Not Seers on top of their Reality Smashers. Yep. So, we went over some of the problems with the Eldrazi deck in Modern. Let's step back another format. Fortunately, this thing's banned in Modern, by the way. Let's not forget that. But, you know where it didn't get affected at all? What was that? Legacy. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, in Modern, we effectively had four lands that make two mana for the Eldrazi deck, right? Really? Yeah. Oh, well, we're talking we about had, Modern? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We had, now we have four. We had yeah. eight. Yeah. In Legacy, I can play 16 copies that tap for two mana. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I can play... Yeah. Four Eye of Ugin. Yep. I can play four Eldrazi Temple. Mm -hmm. I can play four Ancient Tombs. Mm -hmm. I can play four City of Traitors. Mm. Oh boy. <laughs> so remember how we were talking about Mental Misstep earlier on in this? About you know it being a really good one-drop that deals with one-drops? No, it's a really good turn one play that deals with one-drops. Chalice of the Void on one. Because <laughs> you have eight cards that tap for two mana. You just go, Chalice on one. Your turn. Isn't that restricted now, though? Uh, in Vintage, I think so. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, we'll check into that later. But it cards in Legacy do not get restricted. Okay. They get banned or they're not banned. There's no middle ground. All right. So restricted is basically just a Vintage thing because they don't ban things in Vintage. Exactly. They restrict... Well, they ban things in Vintage, but I'm pretty sure that's because they have anti. Um, I'm uncertain of any card in Vintage... 
being banned that does not have anti or is not named Chaos Orb. Yeah. Because Chaos Orb just made board states ridiculous because people would spread out their permanents across fucking tables. But not even that. Uh, there was a ruling about Chaos Orb. I'm getting sidetracked with this, but this is a great story. Um, <laughs> somebody had called for a judge and asked if it was legal to take his Chaos Orb, rip it into pieces, and then throw it and destroy everything that the pieces are touching. Which came to the uh, conclusion of the uncard Chaos Confetti. Exactly. Yeah. So... We got sidetracked, though. Let's get back on task. Um, we're not even going back on task. We were talking about fucking... Chalice. We were talking about mental misstep, and then it we got here. Chalice, but yes, mental misstep. <laughs> so, Chalice deals with mental misstep really, really well. Right. Just throwing that one out there. Yeah. I feel like your deck, I want to try to keep it. I really don't like mental misstep. It doesn't <laughs> need to come back. Just keep that shit out of my formats. You're just butthurt, because <laughs> you hit Legacy, mental misstep just hit, and that was pretty... That was devastating, I will admit. <laughs> that was pretty devastating. Why would you want something back that you said is devastating? That's what I, I don't I, get. It didn't bother me. I was playing with him when I played Dredge, and I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> See, I hear the problem. I it was I, absolutely hilarious. I hear the problem, and I feel this is bullshit, but I feel like I was told that the reason why uh, Countertop is a necessary evil is because if it wasn't there, then Oops would just dominate the format it's like please i mean force of will is the real thing that keeps dirty combo decks like that in check yeah like force of will keeps goblin uh keeps charbelcher in check it keeps storm in check to some degrees although storm can often play through one force of will yes it's the second one that's really hard yeah um this is as a storm player i've killed people through a single force of will multiple times and they're always like i didn't think you could do that (laughs) um but Countertop does lock Storm out of the game. I will give it that. Yeah. But Force of Will is the real thing that keeps most of these decks in check. Chalice. <laughs> Chalice also keeps a lot of things in check, but nobody plays Chalice. Except for a small handful of decks. You know, Mud, Eldrazi. Yeah. A couple other usual suspects, so. What's that again? What plays it? Huh? Mud and Eldrazi. Eldrazi? That, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Eldrazi. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, back to this Eldrazi deck and Legacy. You've got 16 lands that can tap for two mana. You've got all the same powerful creatures. You've got your Mimics, your Endless Ones, your Thought Not Seers, your Reality Smashers, all sorts of good stuff. But there is a really, really amusing card that the Legacy lists get that the modern list could not even dream of having, other than, you know, twice as many two mana lands. Okay. Umazawa's Jit basically breaks open the Eldrazi mirror. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. I think that made me physically ill. (laughs) Don't. Ugh. Don't. Which is Jit? When the (laughs) Legacy Eldrazi deck was first popping up on the stream. How much is Jit? What, (laughs) value-wise or converted mana cost? Cost. Like, like two. CMC is two. Is that basically? <laughs> yeah, no, Metal Missup's not dealing with no, that one, buddy. No, no. It deals but with you the know Spell what? Snare that tries to catch it, though. Spell yeah. Snare, that's right, Spell Snare. I was talking about that earlier, and then I was, like, shot down unceremoniously. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> deals with Counterman. Shut the fuck up. I really think they need to let it back Storm in. Chaser really Mage. Do. I don't know. I really do. Just Anybody care like about a... Storm Chaser Mage anymore? It was hot shit when it came out. That was good in standard, but after Monastery Swiss Real Left, it kind of fell off. Oh. Oh, I know, I know what does mental messed up. Hit pretty hard. Delver. Does in fact hit Delver. Delver is like one drops the deck. You know what would love mental messed up? 
Delver. <laughs> <laughs> it would be, it would be out of necessity. <laughs> oh, what did Delver get also? Monastery Swissphere. Oh. oh, yeah. Go research development. I don't think Delver in Legacy actually cares about Swissphere. I really don't. I love it. Well, I guess it depends on what flavor of Delver we're playing here. Bug Delver obviously can't touch it because, you know, you're playing black, blue, green. Soul Tie for those who are new to the game and don't know the old lingo. Yeah. Um, Grixis, I don't think it's good enough. You've got Delver. You've got... Can you sack that for any color, man? Yeah. There you go, Delver players. Start playing with Lotus Petals. Drop those out. Boom, swing, five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be six? Would it be five or six? It depends uh, on your sequencing. Yeah. yeah, if you play the Monastery Swiss Beer first and then pedal Bolt, you would be doing huh, seems pretty, six damage. Pretty good. Yeah. Turn one, six damage. That's better than flying Bolt to the face every turn. I don't know if I'd say better. I like my consistent damage more. True. But uh, Swiss Beer is definitely consistent. And Swiss Beer is good in Blue Red Delver. That's the only one that I think it's okay in. It's not good enough in Grixis. It's not good enough. I agree. Do they run a uh, Gitaxian Probe? Yes. Yeah. All Delver yeah. lists yep. play a Seven probe. turn one. Yep. <laughs> oh, no. It, Seven turn one. Why not just follow it up with another pedal and a Lightning Bolt to make it you 11, could, You 12. could. There could actually be, yes. That, mm. Especially if you're Git Probing and drawing cards. This should become Just a thing going. in Legacy. Go Legacy players. No, Come no, on. Someone please just... do this and let no one step back. <laughs> Don't do this. Ignore him. Please. Somebody... I will do this. Just to piss people off. Do not fucking do that. I will do this. Oh, I'm building red so bad. It'll be so bad. And then they try to do something about it. You spell snare and get another promise. <laughs> I can do this. We're not spell snare about mental misstep. My bad. This is the stuff I have to deal with, guys. <laughs> oh, it'll only get worse with your frustration. We're talking about Eldrazi. We'll get to it eventually. No, no we're Yes, not. yes, we will. I don't know. I'm swinging from turn one for like seven or eight damage. I'm, I'm okay with the Eldrazi deck. I'm, I might be able to race it. <laughs> I still have my counters. <laughs> Wait, didn't we already use like six cards? Like, Yeah, but remember, you're Git probing the draw more. probe. Pedal, bolt, a mountain, pedal. If I land. really want to get done with it, I play with top. Oh, what, what hits top? I oh, messed up. One of them's a get probe to draw another one. <laughs> top will slow my deck down, though, so no. Well, maybe if I'm playing with those pedals, maybe not that bad. No, so it's, be a, like, it's a free prowess trigger yeah. every turn. So basically, what you do is you get your hand, you play your mountain, you play your monastery Swiss beer, and then you get six prowess triggers. Proceed to bolt twice and get probe once. You know that would absolutely be hilarious. Actually, with? yes, that does. No, you'd have one more card after that because you'd have two pedals, two bolts, a get probe, the mountain, and the men or the monastery Swiss beer, which means there's one more card left. So if that's a if that's it's a get probe, you drew off the probe the first time. Yeah, if that's a get probe. Guess who's getting another prowess trigger, and that is that is six prowess triggers. So with your two bolts, you're doing six damage, and you're doing 13 damage turn one on this. But you have no way to stop them from just bolting your dude in the first place. Give it a shit. They're down to fucking, well, presumably four, since we're talking about... <laughs> they can try to bolt But it can be dead! 
But they could just bolt the Swiss spear. So when you draw another one and add nauseum. See, now if they let Metal Man See, if this is modern, if this is modern, they're going down to four. Because you just gave them 13 damage and they're getting a shock land. You can't play Pedal in Modern. What? No, Oh, you that's can't. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Come on. Okay, so we're talking about Legacy, so we but, don't... Yeah. But okay, now, now fine. They're going, the... down to, they're going down to six because they are fetching. Now we're on the prowess here. triggers. What, what's the guy, the mentor that makes the, the tokens? Oh, with fuck Monastery, Monastery Mentor. The mistake. Let's get on that one. <laughs> I think he's fine in Legacy. Yes. Um, he's perfectly acceptable in Modern. He's used no play in Modern. Vintage, um, however. <laughs> vintage. <laughs> Oops. Let's talk about Vintage. Yeah. Although we skipped the uh, Eldrazi discussion in Legacy. But let's talk about Monastery Mentor. And some vintage cards. So, oh, don't worry. I have I have opinions about Eldrazi. We can get back to that. So, for people <coughs> unfamiliar with Monastery Mentor, he is two and away. Yeah, he is a human monk. He is a base two two, and he has prowess, which is whenever you cast a non creature spell, he has super prowess. He gets plus one plus one until end of turn. On top of that, he has a second ability that is prowess, and I'm air-quoting this. Yeah. Because it's not called prowess, but it too is triggered every time you cast a non-creature spell. Yeah. The second ability yeah. is super balanced, 100% fair magic. Let me tell you how great it is. Right. It makes a 1-1 monk token. Not so bad, right? Problem is the monk token also has prowess. So <laughs> that that it's just a good thing none of this has haste. That's all I'm saying. I mean that's why you play Concordant Crossroads. Oh Jesus Christ, shut up. Gives you a prowess. No, there are bent decks that are playing like Monastery Mentor and stuff. They can very easily do this. You can feel free to reference me whenever you take this idea. You play Concordant Crossroads. It's a single green of mana. Green of mana. It's an enchantment. Everything has haste. <laughs> Including your opponent's creatures. Yes, including your opponent's stuff. Yes, so do it not could, forget that. It could hurt you. It could backfire real hard. <laughs> but for you, you can go like Charm One Lotus Petal, Crack for Light, <clears throat> Monastery Mentor, Land, Concordant Crossroads, Tyros Trigger One. <laughs> Not a super big turn. You're hitting for four damage, you lost a couple cards. Yeah, but here's the thing. There's a chance you've also got some mocks in your hand as well. Yeah, but uh, we're not going super magical Christmas land, right? We had four perfect cards already, right? You know where that card is? Stupid <laughs> magic so, Christmas land? What? Crossroads? Yeah. And elves. Combo elves. Yeah, not nearly as relevant. I didn't think that either until I seen it played. Let's finish up this uh, Monastery Mentor bullshit vintage. Right. Um... So you pass the turn, you tag for four damage. Not super significant. Your opponent does whatever they're doing and passes turn. And you're not dead on turn one. You know why? Because Vintage is not actually a turn one format. It is not. So now it's your turn. And you go like, land, float this mana, gush. Trigger, trigger, make a buddy. Then you draw two cards off of the gush. And you have two mana floating, because why wouldn't you? You're a smart player. You float in your mana before casting Gush and bouncing your two islands to your hand. Now, you get to cast a couple more spells. You've got more prowess triggers. You've got more dudes. 
And they all have haste still. And you have Jataxian Probe, so you're getting more prowess. Uh, and you know the best part? Whenever they go to Mental Misstep, you get Jataxian Probe. Mental Misstep's legal here, so you get another one. <laughs> Monastery Mentor is a very real problem vintage, even without Concordant Crossroads, because nobody plays that card. It's really bad. But if you want to take it, feel free to reference me, whatever you do. Uh, yes, yeah. Tyson. Oh, God. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, that's my idea. You're free to take that, but I do not encourage it. Take that to the bank! Exactly. Spank bank. Uh. So, it's actually really, really bad. Don't do it. (laughs) As are most of his suggestions he makes. Hey, some of them are really fun, all right? Days and doing on your upkeep of modern so you don't die to your packs is fantastic. He does have a point. (laughs) That's definitely a point. But anyhow... Uh, whenever you get multiple monastery mentors on the field and you start playing, like they said, you can play Moxin and stuff, and you play, like, multiple Moxins, and then you Hercules recall your Moxin back to your hand, because why wouldn't you? Cause yeah. you're going to be, like, everybody in Vintage plays, like, one Hercules recall for the most part. So you play your Moxins, then you Hercules recall your Moxin back to your hand, and then you play all your Moxins again, because, like, nobody counters the Moxin. They just add more mana. Nobody cares. Like, they care about Black Lotus and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so now you've got all these prowess triggers, and, like, you only need two dudes, realistically, for this to just be lights out. You need the Monastery Mentor himself and one other guy. <laughs> and you just, like, start casting all these spells. You draw a bunch of cards, because you're playing Gushes. You hit your A-Call. You know, you're playing five colors, because it's vintage, so why the hell not? Nobody punishes you. Nobody plays Blood Moon. And don't forget... This is vintage, so Black Lotus is a card, and Monastery Mentor can happen as soon as turn zero or one. No, sir, it's turn one. Yes. So, yes, yeah, it is that a was, very big problem. That was already, yeah. But, like, the great part, I think the cutest thing is playing Black Lotus, cracking it, and then putting out a Pithing Needle with one of the man, mana naming Black Lotus. I've done that, and it's great. Uh, Pithing Needle doesn't actually stop Black Lotus. No? Nope. I know it stops Pithing Needle. I don't mess, though. <laughs> <clears throat> well, I'm I mean, sorry, it, I really it, want it back in Legacy. It's legal and vintage, you can have it there. 100% fine. Everything's like 6 and 7 mana anyhow, because like, why would you not play Black Lotus and Yogg Bargain? Yeah. You know, things that win the game. That win the game? They don't win not the game. Not all just... the time, they just stall and make... Uh, this is... <laughs> Listen, I've watched Vintage played, and there are pieces I am missing or something going on in my head I miss out on, but this is not a turn one format that people Hold think on. it is. I've seen some really long games. Well, yeah, but it's like anything else where like you just want to play control matchups and you just fucking wait. Did you just tell me that Yogg Bargain does not win the game? Because I'm pretty sure as soon as Yogg Bargain resolves, you just win the game. Yogg Bargain is four black black pay one life draw a card nothing no are we just gonna gonna have a moment of silence for (laughs) i do not like vintage (laughs) i'm pretty sure i left him awestruck at the power of having grizzlebrand on an enchantment (laughs) has lifelink though yeah but he does not have haste and you can't just pay one life to draw one card Okay, there's a there's part of a combo I'm missing somewhere, and well, you see, got my monastery mentor out, and I play this yog bargain, and I've got you know, maybe I don't have many cards left, but I've probably got like 16 life because 
You know, we're playing vintage. We don't really deal damage, a chip here and a chip there. We're, like, all in on our monastery mentors and stuff like that. Like, yeah, there are a couple decks that will grind you down bit by bit. But generally, you're taking, like, five, six damage in a shot. So being at, like, 14, 15 isn't unreasonable for vintage. So now I'm going to pay left and I'm going to draw a card. I don't like that one. So I want another one. So now I'm down to, like, 12. 11, 10, 9, 8, 7. I'm just ripping cards off the top. And now I've got this new hand of like 10 cards with a monastery mentor on the <laughs> Do you know how good it feels to go Moxon, Prowess, Lightning Bolt, you Prowess, Land for Turn, Ancestral Recall, Prowess, draw three more cards, <laughs> play like Alright, I might have put my foot in my mouth on that one. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty bad. I'm trying to think of some other fun stuff that these decks play. Because, like, they're even splashing. Well, they're not splashing, per se. Because, like I said, this is vintage. You get to play, like, five colors for free. Yeah. Um, so, like, I'm going to cast Yogg Will now. I'm going to get back my Lotus. I'm going to cast my A-Call again. I'm going to cast Time Walk and, then and do it all again. I could <laughs> cast Time Walk and attack twice. Um... But, like, these decks are actually playing a one of Tendrils of Agony because sometimes you just need to get, like, four more damage. Yeah. And it's not like you're not casting a bunch of spells in a turn anyhow because, like, that's the thing people don't realize. The only reason Storm is such a good deck in Vintage is because you're already going, like, Land, Lotus, Ruby, A-Call. Like, you're casting multiple spells in a turn pretty much regardless of whatever you're doing. Storm Even if you're top-decking... <laughs> Tendrils of Agony is good in this deck because yeah. you you're just like, well, I held this Moxin, so I guess I'll just go like Moxin Tendrils you for four. I found one bad storm or one bad storm vintage deck, and it was the one I was playing. <laughs> I don't think it was bad. I think that they did not take into consideration that they were all in on that and yeah. didn't have a way to deal with meddling mage. Right. <laughs> meddling mage locked my shit right out. It's like meddling mage naming tendrils. Uh, Dark Petition. Holy shit, there's nothing in here. <laughs> there's nothing under the hood of this fucking thing. God damn it, no! really feel like when we do this next time, we should focus on one format. Because people are going to be like, what the hell are we listening oh, to? Oh, who the fuck cares? <laughs> For one, uh, we, we're covering a lot of topics. The thing is, like, we'll different people like different formats. So. Yeah, we will get more, like, focused and... Stay on topic with one thing at a time. This is just like a taste of stuff. Like, or doesn't doesn't really have a point. This We're very not here possibly to really make a point. It's this just, very possibly might just be used for other podcasts that we do, and just I'll cut it up anecdotally for places where it fits. Because I don't know, if, I don't know if we want to release this shambler on its own. But <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what kind Actually, of... Actually, you know what? In retrospect, I challenge you to upload this and see what the hell happens to it. Uh, probably. <laughs> I don't know. It depends on what I tag it as. As to whether anybody's going to fucking... <laughs> Magic Ramblings by Three Dudes. Actually, that's not a bad title. <laughs> oh, it's, it is a bad title. <laughs> we will get into... I definitely want to do a cast on Force of Will. Yeah. It is a good card. I'm not calling it a bad card. But there are points to this card, and people need to learn how to play with this card better. 
Calling you out, Miracles players. You fucking suck. Yes. <laughs> and I've run into some bad Miracles players in my day. I play Dredge, and I will tell you if you are a bad Force of Will player. Force of Will is a different game. Yes, but <laughs> if you try to counter something and you pitch days to counter mine, LEDs, I'll let you do that all day long. I'll still go off. <laughs> so here's the thing. Um, this is applicable to both the Storm player and the Dredge player. If I'm playing my Lion's Eye Diamond and I haven't done anything else this turn, it's because I want you to force all that shit. I will kill you like as soon as you let that happen. Because it's like, alright, it probably only got one. So we're just going to like use this as a bait spell. That's exactly what that is. I'm not going to kill you because I have the mana from that. I'm going to kill you because you were stupid and you cast Force of Will on it. Yes, I'm going to bait you out with the LED because let alone do you not know, I do have my breakthrough in my hand. <laughs> See, here's the thing. Um, Force of Will actually has a very limited shelf life against Storm decks. Um, game one, we have to be super respectful of it because we don't know what we're playing against, and we pretty much always assume that everybody is on Force of Will because, let's face it, like, realistically over 60% of Legacy is blue because Brainstorm is the best card in that format by a large margin. People have a boner for Jays, too. I'm just going to get that out there. Uh, good reason, though. Yeah, good well, reason. apparently, yes, but yes. I mean, Jesus, that card is good. <laughs> so, Force of Will, have to play around in game one, have to respect it, have to acknowledge it. Uh, which is why, more often than not, I'll, like, lead with the LED. And if you pitch a Force of Will to it, probably going to go ahead and win that game. Um, if I lead with an LED... And you don't cast a Force of Will, though. I'm probably, honestly, just going to pass my turn to you. Because at that point, I want to get a look at your hand and make sure you don't have it. Or make sure that you're not just, like, an, a non-average player that actually knows what you're doing. Speaking of this, and looking at hands, we'll have to go over Cabal Therapy, too. A very good card that people misplay with a lot. Well... Cabal Therapy has a really big problem, though. Gets countered by Mental Misstep. <laughs> I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. God damn it. But I can sack a dude, cast it for free. Yeah, but I just Mental Misstepped it, so what do I care? Well, I just True. Mental Misstepped your Mental Misstep, so I really don't give a flying fuck. Yes. I'm going to brainstorm in response, because that means you don't have another Mental Misstep for when I draw my Mental Misstep. Because I'm brainstorming now. Please um, let Mental Misstep back in. I love the interactions. <laughs> See, this is what, what the metal misstepping is the metal <laughs> This is exactly why we don't need metal misstep, because there are yes. actually points where there will be stacks that are like it also I have two mansies. I have two mana now. So I'm gonna go land go. Alright, I have my second mana. I'm gonna go Sensei's Dividing Top. And you're gonna go metal misstep. And I'm gonna go, oh yeah, well, metal misstep. And then you're gonna be like, oh yeah, well, metal misstep, your metal misstep. I'm gonna be like, oh yeah, well, crack the switch. Does that resolve? Alright, here's a blue mana. Brainstorm. I have another mana misstep. <laughs> great. That sounds like great fun. But no. Yes. There's nothing great about that. Speaking, speaking of cracking fetches, we also have to do a cast on Stifle. Because Stifle has absolutely hilarious interactions with cards. <laughs> okay. And people hey, miss a hey. lot of those. 
Hey. I might have messed up that. You can try. I was trying to find the best possible way to use I'm going to middle messed up your middle messed up. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to nix your mental misstep. And we have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the problem is I'm the only person that knows what Nyx does. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> For anybody that doesn't know, Nyx also catches mental misstep. <laughs> is a single blue mana. Counter target spell that did not have mana paid for it. Fun fact, while called Phyrexian Mana, it is not actually mana. <laughs> I think you just broke Mike. No, I'm thinking <laughs> of interactions with like Daze, but like I really think Daze is one of the most powerful like counters. Oh, Wanna know something really funny? You can mental messed out my days. No, I can't. It's two mana. Yay. But I can nix your days. <laughs> yes, you can. Oh, my God. Okay, so now we're, we're starting to cycle back to the beginning, so we should probably call it. Yeah, we'll call it. Yeah. <laughs> we're ten minutes past McCool leaving, anyhow. Oh, Jesus. I can't help it. I have a party to go to. This is going to be so bad. I hope you are ready to do tons of editing. Oh, I'm not doing a single bit of editing. I'm just going to do some sound checking. All right, everybody, I hope you enjoyed this, and uh, we will be back at indiscriminate amount of time with whatever the fuck this thing is called. We don't know yet. It's just but, like a, a trial and error thing to yeah. see how this goes, oh and if we get enough likes or views or listens. Views? It's a fucking podcast. It might turn into, like... Yeah, I, I, I could probably whack this on a video, but there's... Too many visuals. Fuck that. Well, the podcast is first, and then maybe we'll start doing it live. Yeah. S streaming and whatnot. Um, so, yeah. Uh, if uh, if you're afraid of this prospect, <laughs> as, as, as I am, then, uh, yeah, look forward to that. Um, but, yeah, we'll see you uh, whenever we release another one of these, which I don't know when that's going to be. So, bye. Bye, guys! Bye. Oh, now they get. Now they wake up. What the fuck? All right. What do you fuck. mean? Now we wake up. We're in I've been talking for like thirty-five minutes. <laughs> it's just the part where I'm doing the outro. And you're just like, well, yeah. I'm just gonna <laughs> let you do the outro and say bye. And, oh, Jesus Christ. All right, bye. <laughs>